Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. I'm with my bud, Tony. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, still on day two, premiere. Dude, you know what the best part about this weekend is? Not the best part, but you know what's a really cool part about this weekend is? Sad. The pop-ups. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know? Meeting so many great people. It's ama- it, it, It's just amazing how, I mean, we, it just happened a couple minutes ago. Again, like, you know, we came here with a plan. We're going to talk to, you know, these seven, these ten people. And, but... It's been amazing just uh, the people that have kind of like popped up and like, uh, is it the proverbial fell on our lap? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Like we met Larry yesterday, right? Right. And uh, he was talking about these two guys that uh, developed this product and uh, and their story was pretty cool. And he's, you know, Larry introduced uh, us to them today and uh, I'm super excited to do this podcast with him. I am too. I'm, a, I'm, I'm exci- And by the way. Their product smells sexy. Oh, man. Yeah, know. <laughs> you know. You do that little spray, and well, now my mic is, like, awesome. Well, it's funny because <laughs> <laughs> they sprayed the elevator, and the guy that uh, came back up through the elevator, he's like, that smells like 1821. No, they, they didn't. Made. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, he did. And he was looking around because I don't see him. Like, then, he, <laughs> yeah. then he saw Angel, and they started this conversation. So, you know what? I wonder, I wonder if like he thought like he just always smells that way, or, right. or did they spray the elevator? Yeah, yeah he, did. He, he recognized the smell. He was, he was trying to follow the scent. You know, It was pretty cool. Well, guess what? Ready? The cat's out of the bag. It's on you. All right. I'd like to introduce uh, Aston and Angel, who... Uh, I don't know what you are with the, the product, but it's 1821 man-made. And uh, it literally, it, the, it looks great, and it smells fantastic. Yeah. Well, Aston and Angel, yeah. welcome to your day off. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Thanks for having us. It's really not our day off. We're working too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Right. We, we haven't had a day off in months, so we don't know what we're talking about either. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. And, yes, we did spray the elevator. Yeah, the, you did it spray it, or you, yeah. you no. just don't smell naturally that way? No, we sprayed the elevator. Right. I, get, I get the sense that Aston just sprays all that. He's like a skunk. He's like, <laughs> I have a bottle on my person most of the time, and right. it just happens to be sprayed on people. Yeah, it happens, it happens. But was, well, no one's mad because it smells delicious. It smells sexy. Thanks, it was man. crazy, yeah. though, when he came over. He's like, I smell 1821 man-made. Where, you know, what I mean? He was looking for it, and it, yeah. you know, he didn't really recognize him at first, but yes. then when he saw you, he's like, oh, my God. Oh. That's that was pretty, pretty cool. Very that was cool. pretty that cool. That was really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, pretty. That's so before we get into the product, yeah. tell us a little bit about you guys. I yeah. mean, Aston and Hell. First, you, you want yeah, go, first? You go. I'll go first. All right. So, so I'm Aston. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of 1821 Manmade, and my partner Angel is here. He's also a co-founder, and uh, one of the boys in the band is not here, uh, which is Angel's brother David. He's one of our partners as well. But, um, you know, Angel and I, uh, we come from the professional beauty industry in, in different ways. You know, I'll tell you about me and he'll tell you about, about him. But, um, and we, we just kind of happen to be men, right? 
And a few years ago, we noticed there was this movement among men. Like more than ever, it seemed like men were looking for like elevated grooming solutions for themselves, but they couldn't always find something that like met those aspirations. You know, like a, a lot of the a lot of the grooming goods out there kind of look the same, feel the same, have similar characteristics, but they're they're just at a lot of different price points, right? And so, um, you know, we realized as men, there's a there's a few things we take pride in owning, right? Like uh, you've got a glorious beard, <laughs> and you, I own it. You, you own that thing; it's permanent, I don't have to right? Buy it. <laughs> so, 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 but you probably take pride in it. You take pride in taking care of it and grooming it, or. Or like our, our Tony, did you talk to him? <laughs> not, not at all. He makes fun of me all the time. I, I have it. two eyes. It's just an observation. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so, so there's things that we take pride in owning. Motorcycles, cars, TVs, cigar boxes, watches. But we didn't feel like shampoo was one of those things. And we right. wanted to really change that. You know, something men would take pride in owning. It felt uncommon. It felt special. And so... We were inspired by Prohibition era bootlegging, which is the, <laughs> the 18th Amendment, the 21st Amendment, started uh -huh. and ended Prohibition. And so our goods all feel like moonshine, whiskey, beer with a tobacco aroma. And so it's just something special. I think that's why it smells so good, right? When he, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, that's, that's it. It's that tobacco kind of uh, smell to it. What a great name. Thank you. Know. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you. I mean, you're right. I, there's... 1821. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 18, man, 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 1821. Thank you. Yeah. You, you want to, I didn't really yeah, say anything so, about yeah. me, though. No, that's... Well, you know, it's, it's, we always talk about it. We're three guys, no? And I think the combination of all three of us make us a one good guy, no? Yeah. Uh, Aston brings a lot of that experience on, on the beauty industry, on the sales part of it, you know, how to build a business within the salon, how to talk to stylists about how to, you know, build their business, grow the salon business, do the retail part of it has been a manufacturer, he's, has been a distributor, and uh, wow. brought all of that to the, to, to the table, no? My brother, he's, he's a chemistry degree. He was executive chef on the top restaurant inside of Spain. So he basically have a lot of that produce, you know, that you could be helping out to create a new, uh, new produce, no? A new, a new excuse for us. So my brother, David, you know, he, he's the one who brings the expertise of, of, of manufacturing, you know? He's, he's a licensed stylist. Uh, he's got a, you know, five-year chemistry degree. He was executive chef on the best restaurants and hotel in Spain. So that's, you know, making products like cooking ingredients. No? So, so he brings that perspective to the, to the table. And myself, you know, I've been doing a lot of, you know, hair since I was a kid. Started uh -huh. doing hair when I was 15 years old. Done what every stylist does, you know, being an assistant, being an apprentice. I was a beauty school teacher for two years in Spain. Um, so you're from Spain? Yeah, I'm from Spain. From Polona, where they do running with the bulls. I'm from so Detroit, where yeah. they do running with the bullets. He does <laughs> different place, different. Right. It's kind of run somehow, I guess. Uh, Scary there. <laughs> so anyhow, so I moved here to the United States when I was 27 years old. I went to work for a company called Jim Juarez in the Seattle area, one of the top salons in the country. Yeah. So lucky me, worked for some of the best people on, on the world, you know, of doing what I did. So I learned a lot of good things on the way. Became a salon owner. So I done what salon owners do on the salon for 10 years. Right. Had 75 employees. Did all of that. 75? Yeah, three salons. Wow. Sold my employees and my salons to my own employees. Then, eventually, I was working art, as an art director for multiple companies, you know, and the artistic team like Pierology, FHI, and, you know, enjoy a few other brands. Mm -hmm. And Aston and I kind of actually met together in one of these journeys. We got, you know, we got to be friends as we were hanging out. We used to come and help support his salon business with my education. We thought, okay, well, 
I'm just going to leave California, move to Texas, and we can join and do a distribution. So we did that. We started a distribution. And when Aston was talking about, that's when we felt like nobody was doing anything cool for men. We right. want something that we want to sell to our clients for men. We couldn't figure it out without just start making it ourselves. So, you know, we started to look for goods for guys just to distribute and really noticed that the playing field was very level with the offerings. They're all similar. And so, you know, again, inspired by bootlegging, we've just put our <laughs> yeah. different experiences what, I mean, together I mean, and made it. Let's not kind of like brush over that. Let, let's yeah. like, what was that inspiration? I mean, you keep saying it was like, it was inspired by bootlegging. Like, like what was it? Like, where did you find that? Or how did you, yeah. like, I, I, get, I get it. But I'm just kind of like, how'd you get there, I guess, is the question. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mind if I do that? Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Yeah, and jump in whenever. You just yeah, push me off this chair. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so uh, what happened? Uh, so, um, well, you know, when you, when you're making a, a product, at some point you find yourself, if you're doing it to scale, you're working with a laboratory, right? Right. I mean, yeah, there's sure. plenty of people on the internet that are making products in their toilets and their bathtubs. Jim's beard balm. I hope that's not a real product, <laughs> but, but but it happens. And so, you know, the thing is, is like, uh, you know, we we go to a laboratory and we start giving them these ideas that the three of us are having about like how the product should be experienced by someone, you know, and we we wanted it to be instinctively masculine, right? Right. Not for men on the bottle. Like, like you guys, we put it on the bottle and you, on the counter and you noticed it, right? Like, what is that? Is that whiskey? Right. Like, that creates an interest for in a salon. It looks out of place. It creates an interest in a barbershop. Dude, that is, place, that's right? genius. So you're not right? like saying, this is for you. You just get it. And so, you know, we're trying to talk to the chemist or the packaging people about, oh, we want a whiskey bottle. No, why would you do that? It should be black with chrome letters and say ferment. Or, you know, we want a tobacco-inspired uh, aroma or some of the other new stuff that we're working right. on that we can't talk about. Um, <laughs> it's just instinctively masculine. It takes you to a place or to a memory or something where it's like, that's my grandpa it, it, or my dad. or you know. It's interesting that you said like a black bottle with like silver lettering because that's the product that a wife buys for her husband. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? But, yeah. but, but if you walked into like a hair salon and there was a black bottle with, with silver writing... Yeah. And then there was a whiskey bottle. Right. You're definitely well, <laughs> going home with yeah. the whiskey bottle, well, right? Well, that's yeah. the idea. That's the bootlegging. Right? And, yeah, and that's so right. It, it was, well, you know, we're going against the grain. They're telling us to do the opposite of what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so what we were basically putting together felt like moonshining. It felt like going against the prohibition that had been placed on these grooming goods. They have to be this way. It was yeah. going against that prohibition right. and making products <laughs> underground, speakeasy <laughs> style, that nobody really wants to make, but we think that guys in the end would really appreciate, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think that was a big part of it too, you know? I think the cool thing about our brand too is that when we did this, this is five years ago, no? When we started the development. This is when nobody was doing men's products, no? Not everybody and their mothers making <laughs> products for men, no? Yeah. But, it's, but it's, again, nobody really thought it from the perspective of everybody, you know? We thought it from the consumer perspective as Aston thought it. We talk about the hairdressers because we were hairstylists. What is it going to take for hairstylists to be able to sell this? First, first, first is performance. It has to work. Right. The consumer had to like it. They want to have to buy it again because hairdressers are not always pro-selling. You right. know, they like to use the product, but they don't always like to talk about it. So if it looks like this, I mean, you know how to talk about it. People are going to want to talk about it. It smells like that. So what is this? Mm -hmm. And then, so it made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense for salons because as a salon owner, we always like to talk about what we call new money. How can I make a new dollar in the salons? If you bring another brand, then it's trading dollars from A to B. That's new new money. That's trading dollars. Right. If you can get the ladies, like you were saying, buy now the, the shampoo for the guy, because now this looks like a gift. 
Well, that's new money. You never made at this alone. Guys never bought shampoo at this alone. Now you, we're getting them to You know what? That, that's another great point that you brought up. Um, I'm just kind of thinking about how this works in, yes. the, in the real world, right? Yes. Yeah. But, but you're right. Like, if, like if, if, if your wife gives you this, it, it's much more of a gift than, like, yeah. you need to wash your hair. Well, that, <laughs> right? you know, that brings up a good point. I mean, it, you know, and you mentioned it, and now Angel's mentioned it. A lot of grooming goods for gentlemen get purchased by their significant other. And that can be a man or that can be a woman. That right. can be a, a lot of things in between. So, you know, the thing is, is we talk a lot about spoil him. It's a pretty simple message. You know, if, if you own a salon and it's a lot of women business, sometimes they have a significant other at home. You know, take home this gift, do something special for him. And now the salon is retailing something to somebody they've never seen. Mm-hmm. They have an opportunity maybe to get that person as a client because they get gifted that. It's like, well, maybe they do something good for, for men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of the opposite of a lot of men's advertising, you know. Um, you know, which is, you know, you spray, you know, the stuff on, you get in the elevator and all the women jump on you. you know? I mean, that doesn't speak to everyone. Right. 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 Uh, your wife yeah. might not want to buy a product for you that they think all the women are going <laughs> to jump on you in the elevator. And right. If you're a guy that's into guys, that doesn't speak to you either. So, right. you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, again, just trying to be uncommon in everything we do, you know, yeah. and lead it back to the salon, lead it back to the barbershop. Cool. So yeah. do you, um, is your primarily market to sell to hair salons and then to there or, um, or can the consumer go straight to your website and, and purchase it there as well? I mean, if you don't mind, you know, what I, what I think is unique about our brand is when we start doing this, we did it for the professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you see the price that we sell it uh, and we go through the distributor channel, which it requires that kind of price and that kind of elevation of, you know, multiples as you move up, sure. you can clearly see that our brand was made for, for salons. Um, so the cool thing too, and not only by the salons, it was done by both salons. You know, we were talking about the cosmetologists and the barbers, and obviously it's been a barbering movement, and, and a lot of people have been moving into that kind of movement. The right. problem is a lot of those brands that were basically started as a as a beer oil slash pomade, no? so that was their tools. When we started at this, we started out with let's take care of men. So all the products that we create will take care of men on multiple levels because there are all kinds of guys, no? It's not only mm-hmm. one type of guy. No. And so we thought, okay, how can we take care of this guy, this guy, this guy? So we create products that make sense for everybody. We put it on the salon because we feel the stylists are the best people to really share how to use these products and actually grow the brand as they go along with it. So we felt like, a, yes, obviously online it has to be a thing. Something that we did is obviously we partnered with Amazon, so you can get our products on Amazon. But to protect the, the hairdressers, what we did is we actually allowed Amazon to sell our products on the professional channel and control the price. So when you buy our products online on Amazon, it'll cost you the same as buying it on the salon. salon. Yeah. So yeah. we're not competing with the stylists at the point. We're actually supporting the stylists. Right. I don't know you could do that. I don't know you could do that either. You Look, can do we it if something. you pay attention and, and, and you, you care. care. And you really yeah. want to help out. Did he just stylists. say we're not paying attention? No, no, <laughs> a lot of other people. Right. <laughs> you're not. He didn't say we're not. He just goes, "You're not the only one." <laughs> exactly. My wife would tell you I don't pay attention to most things. <laughs> you must be married to my wife. She <laughs> tells me that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> it's gotta be a thing, yeah. I guess. That's pretty cool, man. I'm, um, I'm kind of a. I'm excited to play with the products. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think I'm going to go downstairs and get some. <laughs> I think you're right. Well, I, you know, yeah. I actually need a clay. My hair is like, I got hairdresser hair fall right now. Oh, you know? right now. We, we've got, um, you know, we've got a clay. I don't have it up here. We'll, we'll bring it up for you and you'll like the hairspray. But we brought a couple things. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the case might be. Important. So how many SKUs do you have in the line now? Well, you know, on the styler part of it, we have four styling tools. Uh, we have a pomade, 
we have a clay, we have a paste, and we have Jewish lantern wax. So all three of the first ones, you know, the paste, the pomme, and the clay, they are water-soluble. Uh, the pomme is your traditional kind of green, like grease, vintage grease, but water-soluble. So it's a little thicker than a lot of pomme you see out there. Paste is one of those that's great for like curly wavy hair. You can blow dry style, semi-shim. And our clay, which is where you, where you were talking about, you might have interest on it. You know, it's, it's a very, it's a soft clay, you know, then you can like apply easy on the hair. Mm-hmm. And it's got that kind of creamy feeling at the beginning, but then it becomes more like a powder. So it thickens the hair like crazy. So people with thinning hair, they're enjoying that. And then we just came up with the wax because we know like places here like Florida. Mm-hmm. It gets moisture, it's hot, it's, it's hot. And a lot of these water-soluble products will break down with the water. Same thing if you're active and you like to go to the gym. Well, what else do you have for that? Right. So that's basically our styling products, which are not just the styling, they are styling and finishers, so multi-uses. We do have a hairspray, aerosol hairspray, because a lot of men's brands don't ever come out with aerosol hairspray because it's too expensive to make. That's the one Aston said I would like, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Very po- All so, day hold, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks cool. You know, it looks like an old vintage beer can from back on Provision time. So when you take it to the gym, you're not having like a son lame hairspray that looks like a girly pinky bottle and it smells like, or it like smells some like, flower yeah. stuff or something. <laughs> yeah. Who so sprayed that, the hairspray, man? Yeah. <laughs> right. So that, that's basically all our excuse with the wash. And then we just launched our glide that Aston was talking about. It's a shaving product. It's a great, you know, beginning. Oh, can I get shaving. some of that? Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> we'll hook you guys yeah. up for sure. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, that's, who's responsible? Yeah. Who's responsible for the fragrance? Uh, it's all of us. We, we, yeah, we, we work all, very hard yeah, on this. And, yeah, you know, the beginning, the beginning of the brand, it was with that. Yeah. First, it was the concept of what we want to fit on the market. Second, it was the packaging. Third, it was the smell. Because we know people, yeah. they look at it, they like it, they open it, they smell it, and they continue the experience. Could you imagine if you open yeah. those bottles and it smelled like something like flowery? You're like, oh, what that's the such hell? a disappointment. Yeah. I've been violated, man. I've been violated. It's already yeah. a left yeah. down. Yeah. It's already a left down when you take a whiskey bottle to someone and say, it needs no whiskey. Okay? <laughs> it's already a bad thing. <laughs> Guys, so, man, this is exciting. Yeah, I'm totally you. looking forward to... Uh, Using all this, you know. so with the with the men's haircuts, what um, what trends do you guys kind of see happening? Or well, you know, just, what do you guys doing with that? You know, as a stylist, I'm looking at your hair, no, and you've been doing the fake, right? yeah, yeah, of course, you're oh, doing the, you've been doing the fake, you know, you've been doing the the long top pompadour, and it gets a point that the clients is going to be tired of that, no, and could say, you know, I'm tired of this, Angel, what can you do for me? Well, hey, I can start growing your hair side on the sides a little bit, I can layer a little more the top, and versus using the pomade and going back. I can do some clay, messing it up, and going forward. So that's kind of the suggestion that's going to happen. So median length, test your hair, is what we see kind of trending. And it's just not us. It's a lot of people talking about that. You look at fashion, runway, the models already having those looks. So it's already moving forward into that direction. You always go back and forth. And I think it's going to be a great opportunity right now for the barbers to reinvent themselves. And they have to do it because fashion will change. And if you don't move yourself with it, then you lose it. It happened yep. to people in the 70s, you know, when the hair changed. And a lot of barbers went out of business because they mm-hmm. couldn't adapt themselves to the opportunities they nice. came out with. So that's what we're trying to help out. You know, trying to reach out to those people say, hey, something coming. Let's get ready. Let's yeah, help you because- out. Where, where can people find this as far as, like, you know, if, if you're a salon owner or a, a suite owner and yeah. you want to, you know, try to get this into your, into your yeah. salon or to your shop, how do we yeah. go You come to Premier Orlando. You go find them in the... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll be in booth 3847 for another two hours uh, <laughs> in Florida if you're in the area. Yeah. Um, what city is this? Orlando. Uh, but um, but no, we, we try to make it easy. Um, you know, if you're if you're a professional, um, we don't have distributors in every area mm-hmm. uh, in every state yet. But I think by the end of this year, we will have that. You know. Um, but if we don't have a distributor nearby that you know doesn't, we, you can't find our brand. Just go to our website, which is one eight two one manmade dot com, and there's a contact us page. You know, we don't have a contact us page that like nobody reads. That goes right to us owners. All three of us read those emails, and, and we'll take good care of people that that are interested in us. Um, but not so good care of the people who are not interested in us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, um, but and, you know, if you want to find us on socials, it's, it's always at 1821manmade, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. And, and Angel was mentioning uh, the YouTube earlier. It's just 18.21manmade. And, and kind of if, you, if you're interested in those medium-length textured haircuts, just go into YouTube and put medium-length textured men's haircut. And we're the first kind of one that pops up for that. So. Awesome. Awesome. Smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can truly vouch, man. This, these products—they sm- they do smell. They're not awesome. leaving. I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray you. my mic one more time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave you the bottle. You get right. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> well, we'll make yeah. Official. That's a make it official. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Well, gentlemen from 1821, man-made. Try to be. Try to be gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on your day. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs> <laughs>